Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! MarketingMoneyPodcast.com listeners, you know, we have uh, partners in our show, and one of those is Rain Local. You can find them at RainLocal.com on the intranets, and they do a lot of good work for you in your marketing mix, such as digital placement, geofencing, organic and native geo placement, as well as some location finding, heat mapping, some social media, paid placement boosting, and all that good stuff. So uh, they can describe it better than I can, but they've been uh, good to work with. I can tell you from personal experience, I'm not going to endorse something that I think does not work or we do, we do not think works. Check out Rain at uh, rainlocal.com and see what they can do for your digital needs with your banking. Check them out. And now back to the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. Welcome to the Marketing Money Podcast, and as I think, this may be the last Marketing Money Podcast ever. of 2019. Not ever. They're oh. not that lucky. Neither are we. <laughs> well, but this is the last one for 2019. You think so? For sure. Yeah, it is. It's because the next one we'll release will be on the 3rd. Of, so we'll have of January. Oh, I was thinking like maybe November. Of next year. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Let's just take a break just for a weird 11 months and just show up. Hey, you got to make them you know, want it out there. Like. I don't think anyone wants to wait 11 months. Yeah. But anywho, so what you been doing? Got in from a big travel delay. And then you found out another tornado hit Mississippi. Well, not just, I mean, Mississippi would suck, but wouldn't bother me as bad as like on the way home from the airport after the delay. It was right in front I, of the house. Um, so. I read this morning that we have the most we're the twelfth most active tornadic state in the country, which I thought we would be higher, but we're the twelfth most active tornadic. It's got to be like Kansas. Oh, like yeah. even Missouri, man. You go Missouri across gets the, pounded. You go cr- across the heartland. That's like the top seven or eight, and then you get into like. You sing us a song about the heartland. Don't sing a song about the heartland. <laughs> Come on, George. <laughs> no, uh, no. Uh, wasn't that a Chevy commercial? Mm. Didn't he sell that to somebody? I don't know. It's pure country. It was, but he sold. They sold that to somebody. Anyway. Pure Country, right. little known fact by me, I've seen the movie Pure Country more times than any other movie. Really? Because in the small town where I grew up, the Malco Cinema One. That's all they had for two that's years. All they had. Two that's years. All they and everyone went and saw the same yeah, movie every so Friday night. Teenagers in, in um, you know, junior high or whatever, you went to the movie theater, you hung out on the square, whatever. And you sung George Strait songs. Yeah. I can um I need to go back and watch it because I've actually begun to forget parts of it. And um, having a perfect memory of the movie Pure Country. It's actually, you think it's actually part of your life when it was a movie? Yeah. Like, I just, you're like, yeah. I live that. I basically did. So, uh, thinking of small town, wholesomeness, growing up, all that stuff. Yeah. I think today we're going to end the, the casting of 2019 for the Marketing Mode podcast with a discussion about an ad because we talk about marketing and advertising. Yeah. That was dubbed by many in the media as, I'm going to read it here as, the best Christmas ad of the year. 
Yeah, and I think I jumped on pretty quickly and said, we're going to see knockoffs of this at the ABA Oh, I think it's already. Awards. It's pre-knocked off. There's just kind of, there. it's not an original ad. Well, well, it's a thing that people will see the success of. There's no doubt this ad, so so just for the Hoffod. Hoffod. H-A-F-O-D in Wales? Welsh? Welsh? Anyway, UK, you can look it up if you haven't seen it. But it just looks like the kind of thing that when... I hate to say this, but but when banks see this, they're like, "Look, great!" That, that, I've already that, told you. I had com- three or four bankers text me the YouTube link and go, "This is awesome! Why aren't we doing this?" And it's really, I, I'm just going to go. Let's talk the good and bad. Let's talk about the good and bad. It's not an ad you need to knock off as a bank. I'll say that. The good part about it is they have a, they say a two year old. He's got to be closer to twenty five year old the way he acts. And, I mean, they have a two year old who acts like he's it's a professional actor. And I say this because I have a four year old and he couldn't make. One of those scenes, and they have a whatever they shot well, the a, third, is, a, a their kid, two minute right? spot. I mean, so I think he like grows up. This is what he does. So it's, well, no, he transforms into the. I know, but I'm saying like he goes to the. It's their. It's the grandkid. Uh, like it. It's the family of the. They own it. Yeah, but he gets up and but they dress him up like he's an adult. Like he gets up in the morning right, and he fixes his is, breakfast and he goes to the tool store. He's and not he, acting. This is literally he goes to work with his parents every day and. But and, still, he's not like goofing off with the camera on him oh, like he's well, he's, just, he's doing john, real hey, things I'm, you're ruining this entire thing because it's serious josh well here's i'm gonna i'll let you know a little little secret of what's the secret? Uh, there's a thing called editing oh and where he's off pitching a fit they just cut that out of the scene i mean and they put the good ones i never in. saw him have to change a diaper i change a diaper like eight times a day with you, the do you ever notice when you're watching a movie that nobody goes ever has to the to restroom yeah yeah that's one of my biggest like no one ever goes to the restroom in a yeah. movie and they and they rarely ever eat. Either. No, no, no. They only go to the restroom to have a secret conversation. Or That's they and they rarely ever eat either. You notice that they like, except for Brad Pitt, he always he eats. always eats. He too. is the exception that proves the rule. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. The kid did a great job. It it is a, a heartwarming spot. So let's talk about the good first because I don't want to hate on something that's gotten multiple millions of views and has been dubbed the best Christmas pageant ever. Well, <laughs> the moment it came out, like it didn't, they didn't wait very long. No. Uh, so a couple things about it. It's heartwarming. Small town values. The kid is good. He's cute as can be. Uh, I like that he transforms into his 30-year-old self or whatever at the end. And he, he moves a Christmas tree and he's sweeping up the office and he's helping at the register like a small town hardware store yeah. would. Uh, it's shot very well. The production quality is high. It is. It looks very good. Uh, it has a good song that's kind of meaningful and catches you. This kind of the folksy. song's what makes it. I mean, I think if you put we've um, talked about that before. Go back music and behind yeah. it. I mean, that's the ultimate test of it, if it's a good spot. But music can carry a commercial. Yeah. We've done it before ourselves. But yeah, with the back pocket. Yeah, and sixteen twelve. Yeah, but, but uh, it still looked great on the screen too. It did. I don't know where you're going here, other than just being weird. But anyway, well, that's my job. The uh, don't um, wear it out. So, yes. So to the point of all this, the spot's good. It's long. It's long, and I don't know about it being the best Christmas of the year. But I mean, year? it came out in like October. So at that point in time, yes, yeah, so, I will agree. So uh, a couple things about it. Go look it up. You can watch it on YouTube. Just whatever. Hofford Hardware. H a f o d. Look it up. Watch it. It it's it's touching and good and moving now. It's very good for them. For them. And I, and I think that's And bankers are thinking, "Well, I have a community bank. I should have a kid play the community banker and do his day like that and recreate it." Well, the problem with that is first off is 
with legacy family on community banks, I mean, that's what you would have to do because that's part of the legacy. That's the kid of the family. I don't know that's really a message you want to reinforce well, you in could, 2019. You could. I think the issue here is you don't have retail activity in a bank. Like, like what, is, he gonna look, is he going to look at an He's Excel setting, sheet? And, I mean, my, my point is a kid like sitting in an Alco meeting setting rates doesn't send a good optic message. No, no. And, and <laughs> But taking care of customers and doing things like that possibly. But you're just shaking their hand, which yeah. makes it compliant with marketing if there's a handshake in an ad because you have to have a handshake, right? Yeah. A kid at Teller Row, you know, ha- has to do that, has to do that. So to get to the fun part, because we are the critics that we are, there's a lot to pick apart in this ad that I don't think uh, let's say folks a, notice when they watch. A lot it. you don't need to repeat. They, But I think the the write-ups are very innocent. Like, this is a great ad, it's yeah. beautiful. And then you go, okay, let's start number one, the music. This is in UK, but there's a there's just sort of a sense in the world until it happens to you, that if you're like a church or a really small business or you have like really good intentions, it's like, it's okay to rip things off. Like it's, it's okay to, and when I say rip it off, I don't mean copy it. I mean like steal it. Uh, <laughs> the things that other people have to pay for um, when they, when they conduct Well, business. you'll see like a logo for North Face and then under it will say like something about the church and yeah. the, the, the North something. Like they'll yeah. change something, in, but they'll but, use the... But it's not just church. It's, it's a lot of times small business. And then when someone like me, who's a jerk, but it's, I'm a jerk because it's kind of like the bank versus credit union thing. Sorry for all the credit unions listening. This podcast technically isn't for you. You know, they don't pay taxes. So when I'm, and, and banks do, so it's like, well, what's up with that? Well, when somebody just seems sort of, you know, like, well, I'm small and I can, I can kind of fly under the radar of IP law and things like that. It kind of sucks for us that don't, yeah, because we're, you know, we practice. Well, it's the, it's the old saying. Uh, we had an architect that we banked one time, and we were interviewing him about his business, and he said, "I went to school to make beautiful buildings, and yet I spend eighty to ninety percent of my time working on legal and not getting us sued for copying something or doing something that's against some law." And same thing in marketing. We can spend all this time trying to make beautiful ads and great advertisements and good branding campaigns, but you've got to check off all the IP. You got, you know, what are you, what music are you licensing? And all of a sudden, and we have a, we're talking, you're this audience, you, the you I'm talking to, we are compliance driven. So if we're so freaked out about ADA that's not even a real law, then that, that businesses are standing up. And I don't up know what it. the laws are over in the UK, but we but, need, but our audience needs to understand you can't do some of the things they do. So the song is by, Alphaville? Yeah. Is that right? 83, 84, something like that. 84 hit Forever Young. Yeah. And so for those of you that don't know, if you try to buy music, because we've licensed Planning for the Bank, as I've repeated many times, there's really two or three ways to go about licensing music. You can... You well, can, let, me, let, me, let me interject for just a second. So, so the, the other headline that you see with this spot is $130 Christmas ad is the best Christmas ad. I'm going to say that's a little well, well, misleading. I, I'm... I'm gonna let you finish, but first I want to set up sort of the the premise of great ad, heartwarming. This thing was shot on professional cameras, so it's not like somebody went out with a with a potato and shot this thing for. Re- I mean, it had a sunk cost already. The the, per- the some guy owned a forty thousand dollar red camera the, and showed him and goes, "I'll shoot this because <laughs> I'm your buddy." Yeah, well, or the owner of the Hoffords is an enthusiast or a videographer and owned it himself or whatever. But the point is. I really don't like the reporting because the spot costs their time, which whatever it's theirs. But there were there was investment in equipment that would have 
cost anybody else money. It's not a hundred and thirty dollar spot. Hundred pound converted at at the date of this recording to um, whatever the hundred dollars or the hundred or the hundred pounds or the hundred thirty dollars they said was in music, which John dug out a bit that I didn't know about, which was that Andrea Van Camp Andrea Von Campen is an American singer songwriter, and she recorded the cover of Forever Young, and then basically gave it to them because she was like, I want to give something back to the community, like one of these like kind of feel-good mm-hmm. stories, which is great. And she gives it back, and then the $130 was to pay for the person who uh, recorded it and cut the track and produced it for the time in the studio. Yeah. So, But I interrupted you, and you were talking about two different parts of music. Uh, I was, and the parts of music are, when you go to license a song, you can either license the music and the original track. Or, or the performance. The performance, or the master, whatever it is yeah. that, that was that what you want, because there's a live version, there's whatever you can from the group. And then there's the music. And then there's the music. And then you can pay someone else to cover it, which is usually a lot cheaper. And then you can use the cover version. You see this a lot in commercials when you'll see a, a song that's super popular, but it's, it's not the exact version because it's covered. And what that means is they bought the rights to the song. For the say, sheet music. For the, say $10,000. The, note, yeah, the notes on the paper. And then they paid someone like 3000 to record it. Or they can go pay the original artist. You know, if it's a cover of, I don't know, whatever, ACDC, yeah. they can pay the original artist 100000 for the song, or they can pay 10000 for the music and 5000 for another band to come in and record it and then use that to save money on it. So this was the idea that they used a song, Forever Young, 1984 version from Alphaville. They used it, a cover of it, and she, get, she did that. Now, I would be curious if they paid Alphaville for the rights to the song, or maybe they just gave it away. Maybe Alphaville's like, yeah, use it. No one's going to... Yeah, so, so this is something we don't have perfect knowledge on, but I will tell you because we've negotiated this, and just so you guys know, so I don't... I guess there's this real fast groundswell around this spot, and again, the the um, the worry, my worry at least, is, well, they did it so so I should be able to. Like, there's that sense of spots. Like, well, this has 300 million views, and they haven't gotten shut down or whatever. I should be able to do it too. Well, you, all of us, the we that are in this highly compliant industry, there's the arrangement cost and then there's the performance cost. And the thing I'll tell you is maybe Alphaville did give that, you know, it's, they didn't, we don't know. They didn't protect their own rights. We don't know that, but I would say typically. So, so you're probably not going to go get that song. So if you look at another song, typically, I mean, the, the, the lowest I've ever seen for a, even a regional buyout for arrangement of a decently popular song. And the thing is about One Hit Wonders, that's their only asset. So they've got to make money they off gotta of it. They've got to make money off of it. that's all they got. It's, it's somewhere between five and $10,000. And that's probably the low, too. That's the yeah. absolute lowest. I want to license a song by The Heavy, How You Like Me Now. Oh, How You Like Me Now. Yeah, yeah now we have to pay them. Um, or James Brown. What, what was it? We, it was, it was a project we were working on. There was a James Brown song we wanted. There was one by the somebody somebody else. But it, it, it but, was but a, we ca- we called a licensing company and the heavy, which was that was really popular. It was in like ten commercials at the same time. I mean, it was not a super unique idea. It was original because it was original, but a lot of other people had the same idea at the same time. And that song was, I think, like twenty five for arrangement and twenty five for performance. In other words, the radio track, the one that's on the the the, the album, and that's for like a six month run or something too. Yeah. They weren't they weren't just giving it away stakes. for life. Yeah. And so I was like, well, what about James Brown? Like that thing's had some reps under it, and they were like, no. <laughs> yeah. 
They're like, if you can't afford the heavy, you can't afford it. I was like, so tell me, like, uh, the arrangement's like a hundred grand. Yeah. And then performance, another hundred yeah, grand. Then like, you got to pay for license th- to use it. Yeah. And then they're like 30 um, versions. So I looked at it and I was just like, and, and look, maybe I'm ruined forever on things, but like Hallmark, the I don't know, go the other way, B of A's, all of that. Like, And look, if you ever think like I'm going to slip under the radar and look, most of us are compliance driven and, and compliant people. You don't. Um, and, and I anyway, UK laws may be different, but I'm just saying, if you're looking at that and saying, I want to go do something like that. Well, you can if you want to pay for it, but don't yeah. try to mimic that. Don't have someone talk you into, because again, la- laugh at this. I've had not a lot, but three or four bankers that are in our bank email me the link, as I mentioned earlier, and said, hey, this is great. Why can't we do something like this? And look at the price, because they know that we're paying more for any ad we do, whether it's with or ourselves. Well, just the, just and they're the looking at like, license. that was $130. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Let yeah. me break this down for you. One. And I guess got, that's a good lesson for you guys out there if you're hearing the same the thing. The person owned all their... Bobby comes in with some... Producer Bobby with some research that... The burn agreement, whatever I mean, that is. B-E-R-N, like Switzerland. Burn. Um from 1887 before Alphaville, a hundred years, uh, ninety three years before. He's a ninety three year old law to decide modern IP rights. That's awesome. But I mean, it makes sense. I mean, that yeah. we share the. I guess we were so whatever tied together. Well, we, the internet connected us all at that time. Yeah. <laughs> so Al Gore, thanks. But uh, but to the point of that, if someone comes to you and says, "Yeah, look, they only spent one hundred thirty dollars. They made this beautiful thing." And you spend this on our ads. Yeah, and you spend ten thousand on our ads, or seven thousand, well, or twenty thousand on our ads, and you're like, "Well, they had all the sunk costs taken care of with the cameras." The and- lady gave away this beautiful song. She did a great job. Like, the song's yeah. great. She gave away her song. The band either we don't know about it and negotiated or gave it away. We don't know about that. Yeah. They might have said, "This is great. Merry Christmas. Have the song." Yeah, and and look, and that's cool. Small that's business. cool if it does. It's yes. awesome realism in the world that we live in no then as you pointed out which i thought was way interesting that would get us all sued out of business there's a scene in there <laughs> that where we paused on it watching it where there's a picture of spider-man the lion king like six other disney characters yeah, Dumbo. And either marvel yeah, or, we're probably or, already or dc some some well, characters no, no, in there no. too it's, it was funny because it was all disney like disney or disney owned properties. I, I don't have it in front of me, but it was like yeah. a bunch of it, but it was a. It was still Marvel look, or DC. It was a cartoon. Here's the thing: is they do fall under that. Like Disney looks like whatever if they go say like take our property out of your TV spot. But they literally have Disney characters in the spot that would have cost anybody else like a hundred thousand dollars per person in it. Yeah, you can't put the Lion King in a lot. You can't put the Lion King in your spot and Spider Man. I don't think you can. I mean, we have to scrub spots so much just for, for other brands um, we, that are in the background. We have to erase, like, the name of, like, a, a solo cup on the cup that the person's holding in a picture yeah. in an ad. And this had five or six legitimate Disney characters in <laughs> he it. Had, he had a literal, a literal, don't get to use this word literally very often, a literal wagon load <laughs> of, of problematic IP. And, and so when I saw that, I thought, cute for the kid. Yeah. Uh, there's a million dollars to use that in any spot that we would do. And uh, now you understand, listeners, how ruined we are from the world of everything yes. now. That we're watching yeah. this spot. And like, oh, tear, it's so beautiful. A little tears trickling out, and it's like, oh. No, most people's tear is because it's a cute homespun, hometown ad. My tear is because the laws that were broken in this ad, or whatever they got away with, or that they paid for that wasn't disclosed, and I'm crying for the media making every 
ad agency and marketing department look like we overcharged for everything because they're saying it was $130. When in reality, if you price that thing out, that ad was a $4 million spot if you paid what the prices should have been. Yeah. I mean, anywhere from half a million to, I mean, well, here's the thing I would it add on. It was two on. minutes long, too, though. This wasn't a 30 second spot. Well, so well, times that, that by the production time. Yeah, that. And um, I so mean, good for them. Yeah. Like, if they're sitting home, they got, if uh, they somehow hear this podcast weirdly, and like these guys are hating on us. No, no, no. Good for you yeah, for no. getting that. But 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 the other thing I would say to all the people saying why don't we do this, and I'm sure we'll get some chuckles, um, and then some. Well, how do you? How do we go viral? It's the same thing. Like well, that. I have no idea how a little spot. I mean, I would love to to work in a marketing um, division of a college and be able to spend I don't know public or private dollars to do a ton of research on like the forensic analysis of who originally posted this. Because, I mean, you should be able to get that. Like, we should be able to track this one-to-one and find the exact story. So colleges and universities and academians out there, um, you know, go 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 track it down and let us know. But, um, I mean, it does have a path that's a one in a million. I mean, it's, I just should win the lottery. It's just six numbers or however many numbers. I don't know. We just, we just got the lottery here, and we don't have Powerball yet. But however many numbers, like, you just have to put down six numbers. Uh, it does. It's there's some chance involved. I'm so tired of the lottery now. Really? I'm already tired of it. So the Mississippi, for those of you that don't know, outside of our state, just passed the lottery, and it's been probably a month or two since it's been uh, active. And I'm the only reason I'm tired of it is because at the uh, my favorite little spot near my house where I stopped to get whatever I need. A convenience store. Yeah. Because he no. gave the weirdest description. No, it's of a that. spot. It's a spot. I, I, I'm trying to make it community, like the Hoffa. Hardware store. It's my spot. It's my spot. The the gas attendant still comes out and cranks oh, the, yeah. the thing and puts gas. Anyway, what what annoys me about it now is not the lottery as a thing because I could care less about that. It's that I used to be able to walk in, get whatever I wanted, and get out of there. And now I walk in and there's three registers with eight people in line every time buying scratch offs. And it's Weird. no, and it's so true. I've talked to other folks at Sprint Mart that I go to, and you walk in. And there's now long lines and you're waiting there and they're all buying lottery tickets. And my brother, who is in North Carolina, who told me about their lottery stuff because he's into it, too. We were joking about it. He he read something the other day. He told me that the average American, that the average out spends $640 a year on lottery tickets. $2, around $2, a little little under $2 a day. Yeah. 82 or something a day. And I think it's bizarre because I've never really played the lottery unless it was like a, I was driving through a town that had it before Mississippi had it and bought it as a novelty thing, but I've never, but yeah, it averages out to $640 a person per year. That's a lot of money. <laughs> well, I mean, they it's have to get ton. the million dollar Powerball to get from the somewhere. billion dollar payout yeah. or whatever. But back to the, the regular lecture here, go watch the spot. It, it is heartwarming. It's well done. It's well produced. The music is great for what it is. Congrats to them. I'm jealous. So no sour grapes here. I'm yeah. jealous about it. But on the flip side, when your bankers come to you and say, man, that's a community spot. We're a community bank. We should be doing that. Look, look at it with, a, with the fine tooth, magnifying glass, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> and say- Football bat. With the football bat, and say, this is definitely a touchdown home run. Because when you look into it, you're going to go, it is rife with IP issues. It is rife with costs that are, that are not disclosed in the, by the media, which I blame the media for that, not yeah. them. Look, if you really did it for- 130 because all your other costs were owned. You owned your cameras. Yeah. You owned your lighting. You didn't have to pay actors because 
the child was good enough and he was a member of the family that owns yeah. the store. You own the store, so you're not having to rent space. They gave the music away. They never ask you to pay for licensing. Yeah. I mean, you can go bye bye bye. You can go down the list good of things that were very good yeah. for them that but, are not going to be good for you. And very difficult to replicate. And and it's just this groundswell again of you guys have gotten the calls just like we have. This like somebody with an idea. Lightning doesn't strike twice while we're going. It also this. doesn't come in the bottle very often. Yeah. They owned that one and then the the any derivative of it's just gonna continue to 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 dip and drop. Well they've done this this I think the third year they've done one of these kind of homespun ads and I was reading where the guy quoted and said, the locals love them and it helps our business against yeah. the bigger stores. And I'm like, good for you, buyer but beware, big, beware. But your big store has to actually go through a lot of more rigmarole to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, as John said, there's, there's some caveats that you need to know about and maybe even a way to, you know, combat against it. I just, this would make a good discussion for the, uh. ABA Video Awards yeah. when they have that competition. I think this will be the fourth year they've had it or, or at the marketing conference. It'd it be because every year you see kind of a different shift in is it more tactical, benefit driven? Yeah. Is it homespun? Is it brand? But I think this conversation of like, what can you do in an ad that you can't do, me is very important as a marketer. Well, that and it's just, it's, there is not a playbook. I mean, the, the way you learn these lessons sometimes are. It's, is, it's is when you get the, is when you get the letter. We've always performed very conservatively and um, tried to go out of our way. And I'll tell you this: even then, um, John will tell you I'm a pretty um, frustrating guy when it comes down to like risk mitigation and things like that. I'm like, come on, nerd! That's um, what John tells me all the time. Um, let's just go shoot a spot. Come on, nerd! Yeah, and um, as conservative as we are, and as many logos in the background as we've erased and all of that. Mavis Agency, at least, has, has been contacted. Well, and they have every right to send a letter for Disney, music, whatever in that. But, you know, small town hardware store, sometimes you're like, eh. They're a little protected. You see bank. Oh, and it's. And you think, that's nothing but money. You, you have all the, why you would you You have all do? the money. Why would you do that? Yeah. So then you're, even if you're a, a local community bank, you're still probably going to get the letter. Yeah. That's going to say, cease and desist, oh, and you owe me for this IP infringement. Yeah, Here you I go. Mean, Disney, it would be a bad political move. But they almost even are forced to have to do it because it's, you know. And you can look up IP laws, the uh, the usage of a non-licensed photo, I think at a minimum. Uh, now, most can settle, but the minimum is about $30,000 per use of it. 20, yeah, 25 to 30. Like, per that's use. That's the statute. That's the statute. Yeah. And so you can go back. Now, most people will settle because they're not going to go to court because it would cost more yeah. than the $30,000. Uh, I guess that's the alarm telling me that uh, I, that's my statute there. Tell yep. Um, you're, you, you have. I've hit the two-minute warning. wasted $25,000 worth of time. <laughs> uh, but anyway, to that point, uh, check the, the spot out. We'll put it, a link to it on the, through YouTube on, our, uh, on the marketingmoneypodcast.com website so you can watch it and give your opinion. Again, beautiful spot. Good for them. Jealous of it. It's awesome. I uh, hope they sell a bazillion tools or whatever they're trying to move this Christmas. And, uh, but as far as a banking spot, there's lots of lessons, I think, to be learned through this podcast and by watching it, especially when bankers start telling you without any marketing production or, or just background knowledge, just like do this. something like this. See, it only cost them $130. Yeah, that was um, not— That was me like, we're going to talk about this yeah, because I, I, I love the spot. I absolutely love the spot. Kid's great. It's beautiful. But, but, <laughs> I mean— But it's problematic for, for, the, for our internal constituents and our audiences. And our, and our industry as a whole. Yeah. 
So uh, with that being said, Merry we're, we're going to wish you a Merry Christmas holidays. and a Happy Holla New Year. If time passes as fast as it has this last quarter, um, I mean, it's going to be like going to be in swimming trunks next time. Well, anyway, we will, uh, we will wish you a Happy Holidays. And as you head into 2020, we wish you all the blessings with your finest marketing and much success. And your 2020 vision is 2020. That's right. So anyway, have a good one. We'll see you in 2020. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.